This week, we reflect on the life of Frank Gardner. We also look back at Oran Park's final national race meeting. I hope you'll stay with us on Inside Motorsport. Richard Crail joins us on the line as the Shannon's Nationals, headed up by Formula 3, were on at Oran Park last weekend in the final national level meeting to be held on the grand old lady of motorsport in Australia. And Richard, uh, a fitting way to end it with such a diverse mixture of cars out there on the circuit. Yeah, I think you're right, Craig, it was. It was great. And uh, a really sad weekend, I think, actually, because Oran Park's played such a big role, obviously, in the sport. And uh, the V8 guys and that circuit's got to farewell at last year, but this was our opportunity. And, um, yeah, really good lineup of cars across the board and some very, very good racing as well. I think that was probably one of the best things. Um, what better way to farewell a, a racetrack like that than with um, a couple of really good races, and that's what we got. Mm. And for Formula 3, starting with the headliners, of course, it was also great to see Tim Macro putting himself right in front going into the final round of the competition. Yeah, look, it, it was one of the most dramatic rounds we've had for a long time. We thought Queensland Raceway was tough and competitive and hard and fast, but um, the, the round at Oran Park was just doubly that. It was it was a remarkable pair of races. Uh, in race one, uh, Matt Sophie got a slow start and was third. Uh, he chased down Foster and Macro. Uh, he got up the inside of Macro, punted him, <laughs> they spun. Um, Matt continued on, chased down Foster. Uh, those two came together. Matt ended up crossing the line first, got the chicken flag, but then he was given a uh, the equivalent of a drive through penalty after the race, so that handed the win to Foster with Macro second. Um, as such, those results are all currently under appeal, so we don't actually know who's won that race really until uh, the hearing is held at Sandown just before the season finale, so that makes things a little bit more complicated. Um, and then in race two, we had a, a competitive affair with a big shunt at the start line between Chris Gilmore and Mihiro Gadri. Um, race was red flags, restarted, and Timmy Mack uh, drove away from the front. Had a, a pretty comprehensive victory over Matt Sophie and, um, yeah, put himself in front of the championship four points, we think, with um, with one round to go, two races at Sandown in November. I guess ultimately it's four points or two points, isn't it, if he gets put back one position, if Matt Sophie can be reinstated? Yeah, look, either way, Tim will be leading, uh, and either way, it's less than the difference between first and second place in a race. So there's five points between a win and, and, uh, and second, so either way... You know, whoever wins at Sandown is going to win the championship. There's no doubt about that. So uh, it's going to be very, very tough, very competitive between them. And, um, you know, we certainly hope that those two can fight out cleanly and, and fairly as they've done so for most of the season in their, their championship. And, uh, you know, it's the third year in the row, Craig, the Gold Star's gone down to the wire uh, at the final round with less than five points between the top two cars. So it's a pretty good advert for how competitive it is. Mm, it certainly is. And, of course, more than just the gold star on the calendar, what were some of the other highlights for you, Richard? Uh, I think top of the list for me, Craig, was the sports event. So 25 cars rock up, which is the biggest deal the National Sports Event Series has had for a long time. Uh, and that was great. It was amazing to see that, that field uh, doing their rolling start and the start-finish line at, uh, at Oran Park. Fantastic. Uh, really good racing, too. In the end, it was Darren Hossack who came through and took all three wins in that amazing Audi um, it's just, just one of the most impressive racing cars I've ever seen. Um, 
and that was uh, that was great. You know, Sports Sedans have had such a, a history at Oran Park. It's it's one of the tracks that basically formed the category in Australia. So uh, responsible for uh, for some very great uh, races in the history. Uh, production cars were there. The Australian Manufacturers Championship, really good field. Uh, lots of different winners, of course, uh, with the class racing, but. In the end, it was actually Ryan McLeod in a Holden Astra Turbo that came through to win the round overall. So some good consistency in one of the, uh, the smaller class cars, but uh, that action looking pretty good for their final round at Sandown. Uh, Aussie Racing Cars were there. They put on some great racing, saloon cars and the, uh, the Shannon's V8 Touring Cars as well. So it was a big weekend and uh, plenty of great racing right throughout. And all the action can be seen on SBS in the upcoming weeks. Yeah, over two weeks actually, Craig. We've got four hours of action for Moran Park. We've been given an extra half an hour to uh, do a bit of a tribute piece to the circuit, so we're looking forward to that. Uh, one o'clock this uh, Sunday on SBS on Speedweek, and then the following Sunday at one as well. So uh, check your local guides or speedweek.com.au for more information there. But I, I think it's going to be a, a great TV product. Moran Park always looks good on television, and the racing is always good. And, of course... Uh Whilst we said goodbye to Oran Park on the weekend, uh, uh, another man who was a huge, huge figure in Australian motorsport, Frank Gardner, passing away this weekend. And I know F3 has always been uh, immediate to respond to uh, the uh, the great man's death. Yeah, look, it, it, it was a really sad thing, wasn't it? I mean, whenever you lose a legend in, in the sport, you, uh, you sort of take stock of where you're at and uh, you look back a lot at uh, what's happened in the past and you know who's made this sport as great as it is today so that we can all uh, either have jobs in it or go racing in it or, or whatever. So, you know, Frank had such a massive role, um, probably not so much in open wheelers in Australia than, um, than some, but, you know, it, it's a bit of a shame that his profile here wasn't higher than than it probably should have been. You know, he's a bit like the Jack Rabbin example. Like over in the UK and Japan and places like that, Jack's idolised. Here he's he's known, but perhaps not as well received as he really should be for everything he's achieved. And I think Frank Gardner falls under those um, auspices as well. What, what I'm looking forward to, Craig, is this weekend in Sydney at the Muscle Car Masters. That's going to be the event where, if anywhere, they're going to tribute to do a tribute to Frank Gardner, that will be it because it's the cars from his era where he made his name, where he won his British Touring Car Championships, where he won in Australia. So, um, you know, I'm particularly looking forward to seeing that and, and seeing how they remember the great man. But it's sad for the sport, always sad to lose someone like him. But if you make a wrong decision, not like a painter, you can walk back and look at it, but in a racing car, it usually is of dire consequence. You know, you've made the decision and there's the accident. And You'd love to go back on it. You'd pay a million pounds to go back and have another shot at that mistake, but there's no way. And you, if you're lucky, you climb out of the wreckage. If you're unlucky, you know, you're horizontal. Yeah. So you can't emphasise the safety on young people coming into it to get through and get conditioned reflexed and to get a little bit of professional thinking, like having regard for the sea like Never stop having regard for racing cars and tracks because they're nasty old things. They'll turn around and bite you the moment you slack up on them. We talk about the Muscle Car Masters next weekend. And what a weekend it is because the Tree Dodgers are at it in arms up there on the uh, central or the north north coast of New South Wales as well. So if you're into motorsport, next weekend is just uh, too much. Yeah, it's just New South Wales looks pretty good to the place to be, isn't it? Uh, you can head up to the rally on Saturday perhaps and uh, out to Eastern Creek on Sunday for what I, I've been told, and this will be the first year I get to see it firsthand. I'm filling in for uh, for the great Barry Oliver again doing the uh, the Touring Car Masters commentary 
um, it's the first time I get to experience it firsthand. I'm told it's a remarkable, huge event. So I, uh, I cannot wait to be there. Really looking forward to that. But yeah, it's a bit of a bonanza for racing. And then the week after that, um, we go to Phillip Island for the uh, Big 500 there, the first of the Enduro. So that's it's going to be on. It is. Uh, you're very rarely going to get back to uh, your lovely home in South Australia there, my friend, with the amount of racing that's going on right at this time of year. Yeah, well, I've been home eight days in August. I worked out out of the 31 days in August. I was home eight days. Uh, September's looking just as busy, so I'm going to go and reintroduce myself to my family for a few days before it all gets busy again. To the Formula One now, and Kimi Raikkonen won his first race of the season and the first for Ferrari as he took out the Belgium Grand Prix. Here's what he had to say following the race. I mean, getting the win now is quite a long time since I last uh, last uh, won, so it was perfect. I mean, my aim has been to win at least one race, and we tried to keep the third place in the championship. The star of the race was Giancarlo Fisichella, who got the first ever points for Force India, sitting on pole position and coming home in second place. It's a great result for us, I mean important target was uh, you know score even up point and uh, you finish second with eight points at the end of the, the race it's uh, it's just a great result it's a great day mark weber had a disappointing day but his teammate sebastian vettel was able to pick up third well i think we got more points than all the rest <laughs> except those two uh, today but if you look at the championship board for sure it's a very very good result that's all we have time for this week on Inside Motorsport. Till next time round, keep smiling and bye for now. Inside Motorsport is produced by Thunder Media for the Community Radio Network.